Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Plenty of clouds continue. Temperatures back into the upper 50s. Maybe a little drizzle. Breezy by the afternoon and evening. As we get to Thanksgiving, chilly in the morning, temperatures in the 40s, but we'll be in the mid-50s by the afternoon. Plenty of sunshine on Thursday. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. Right now, we are at 53 degrees and holding in our nation's capital at 259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, November 22nd. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up, Israel and Hamas reach a deal to free hostages in exchange for daily pauses in fighting. A victory for gun rights in Maryland. The governor is disappointed. I'm Dick Iuliano. A new program in Prince George's County will provide funds to those who need it most. I'm Valerie Pong. Hunger is not taking a holiday, a local food bank on current needs. I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning. Welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn. Israel agrees to a deal. There will be a pause in fighting with Hamas that includes the release of 50 of hostages, 50 hostages over a four-day period. The Israeli government approved it. Hamas then welcomed it. The first hostage exchange of the month-and-a-half-old latest Mideast war. Coupled with a short time out in the fighting and the Israeli attacks that have followed the October 7th Hamas attack. There's going to be a pause in fighting when these... 50 hostages are released and 150 Palestinian prisoners. But this pause in fighting could actually be extended if Hamas agrees to release more prisoners. CBS's Robert Berger in Jerusalem. U.S. officials expect at least three Americans to be among those released. They say the first group could number more than 50. In addition to that, correspondent Margaret Brennan says Israel would allow 300 trucks per day to go into Gaza including those carrying fuel for generators in hospitals. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu insists... We have a difficult decision, but it's the right decision. The war effort will not be hurt. Tom Foti, CBS News. Well, back here in the U.S., the great holiday getaway is on. Millions of people taking trains, planes and automobiles to their destinations. With the roads and airports already jam-packed, Jennifer Bonham at Chicago's Union Station says she's glad she's taking the train. Definitely more room, more leg room, walk around, um, nice, you know, cafe cart that you can sit there and look at the scenery while you eat your food and have coffee. A massive blow to Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange. The company agreed to a roughly $4 billion settlement with the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland on the charges. Binance has agreed to plead guilty to willfully violating the Bank Secrecy Act, knowingly failing to register as a money-transmitting business, and willfully violating the International Emergency Economic Powers Act. He says the settlement's one of the largest corporate penalties in U.S. history. North Korea's first military spy satellite has been placed into orbit. Reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul. Seoul's immediate position is that it's analyzing the launch while maintaining a robust defense posture with U.S. forces. Well, many people in a small New Hampshire town are thankful for this guy. Jeffrey Holt's been living in a trailer park. He basically had nothing, no furniture, no TV, computer, or car. He rode around town on a riding lawnmower. When he died recently, a big secret was revealed. He was a multimillionaire, and he left his fortune to the town of Hillsdale. $3.8 million invested towards education, health, recreation, and culture. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. The Northern Virginia Handcrafters Guild will host its annual holiday art and craft show Thanksgiving weekend, showcasing the juried work of over 50 artisans. The show will be held at the Vienna Community Center in Vienna, Virginia from November 24 to November 26th. Admission is $3, good for all three days. Come find distinctive holiday gifts and support our artists, the Guild's charities, and scholarships for local art students. To learn more about the Northern Virginia Handcrafters Guild, visit nvhg.org. That's nvhg.org. WTLP at 3.03. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, November 22nd, 2023. As we head through the day, drying out more clouds than sun, breezy this Wednesday, high in the 50s, up to 60 for the high today, 54 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine, but thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour Wednesday morning ride. We begin the ride this morning with something new from WTOP, word that Maryland's 10-year-old handgun licensing law has been struck down this week by a federal appeals court. WTOP's Dick Giuliano tells us this is a win for gun rights advocates. The two-to-one ruling by the Richmond-based Fourth Circuit found that Maryland's requirement that gun buyers submit fingerprints, take a four-hour safety course, then live-fire a gun at a range with a safety instructor too restrictive to square with the Constitution's Second Amendment. Mark Pennock, head of the gun rights group We Shall Issue, led the lawsuit against the Maryland law. The whole idea that a fundamental constitutional right can be conditioned by these sort of burdens is an anathema to constitutional law. Maryland Governor Wes Moore says he's disappointed, saying the law is vital to keep guns out of the wrong hands. He says his administration is reviewing the ruling and its options. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 3.05 Wednesday morning. Thanksgiving Thursday kicks off a season of giving, one that nonprofits are especially grateful for, but the need is actually year-round. Jackie DiCarlo, CEO of Manor Food Center, says the issue of hunger is a year-round problem and that nonprofits like hers run on three things. We need food, funds, as I mentioned, but also friends. We need volunteers to help us, especially in January, February, March. Monda Bellamy and her team from accounting firm Witham were volunteering packing food boxes. And in just one hour, we were able to accomplish a lot. And, and the feeling that you get from is doing- great, right? Yeah. <laughs> Among those helping, Bellamy's daughter, Maya, who says learning about the level of need in the community was eye-opening. But she learned something else, too. It shows you that, like, if you look closer, that there is something that you can do. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 306. A payday is coming to some families locally in Prince George's County thanks to a new pilot program on the table. 50 young adults ages 18 to 24 who are aging out of foster care as well as more than 125 seniors ages 60 and up will be getting a financial boost. A new public-private partnership pilot program called Thrive Prince George's will send payments of $800 to those who qualify. Dr. George Askew, president and CEO of the Meyer Foundation. All communities stand to benefit when the people who live in those communities can do so with fewer hardships and with the means to honor their self-determination. The payments will run for two years, and the first are expected to arrive early next year. Applications are expected to open in December. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Now, whether it's something green or otherwise not unusual, a lot of us have that one food, that one during a holiday meal that we slide off plates when nobody's looking. Shh, don't tell anybody. 
WTOP Scott Gelman tells us this morning there's not really a consensus, apparently, on this topic. Thanksgiving's a few days away, but some people in our area are like Jessica, already thinking about how to avoid the foods that we dread. I mean, it's cranberry sauce. It is the loser on the table. I just don't put it on my plate. Or you put, like, the obligatory dollop, make people feel better, but you don't eat it. Greg, meanwhile, pretends to enjoy for the sake of his marriage. My mother-in-law cooks a lot of Greek food. Actually, she overcooks the turkey. It's very dry when we eat it. And so we all sit around and tell her how much we love it. And then there's this guy looking for something eerily specific. Thanksgiving sandwich at 7-Eleven. Where is it? Is that another victim of the pandemic. In Fairfax County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 307. He predicted the unpredictable. We're talking about a college student who went 100% predicting every winner in Virginia's recent and complicated election that determined which party would take control of the General Assembly. My goal is to get more attention drawn to state legislative districts. And he's succeeding. Chaz Nuttycomb, who's a 24-year-old Virginia Tech senior, correctly predicted the winners in all 140 seats in Virginia's recent election. It was extremely close and hard to predict. Nuttycomb says he and his team had to look at many factors in addition to recent voting trends in each district. We look at the individual campaigns, the strength of the campaigns, and also the quality and strength of the candidates themselves. Nuttycomb runs the website C-Analysis, where he predicts state legislative elections. He says when he graduates, he'll look to expand his operation and continue on with it as a career. I'm really excited. It's going to be a pretty big thing. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning, November 22nd. WTOP. I'm now 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Rich Hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. New problem on the Beltway is going to be in Virginia and Alexandria on the inner loop of the Beltway, just south of the point where the lanes come back together, local lanes and through lanes. Before you get to Eisenhower Avenue, the crash is along the left side. Response on scene again, stay right to get by. It may cause folks coming out of the through lanes to merge a little bit sooner as a result. But again, no big delay. Just be aware uh, that they are out there getting that cleaned up. Now, southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, believe the crash that was in the roadway south of 197, what's left of it is on the right shoulder now. The lanes are open. There's no delay there as well. And if you're headed north toward BWI early this morning, no issues between the Capitol Beltway and the exit for I-195. You're in good shape, and as a matter of fact, 95 North looks good headed that way as well. Uh, still hadn't got the all clear on the closure of MacArthur Boulevard between Wall Honding Road and Claire Barton Parkway as a result of downed wires. Also had downed wires up in uh, up in Frederick County near Knoxville on Point of Rocks Road near Olive School Road. That was also shut down due to downed wires. Join the fun on Thanksgiving morning at the Turkey Chase Charity Race. Run in Montgomery County's largest 10K or do the two-mile walk with family and friends. Register at turkeychase.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. The rain is out of the region, and besides a little shower or two passing through the area, the heaviest rain has moved out. Now, there's still plenty of ponding on the road, so be careful as you're traveling out and about. We also have that fog in place. As we head into your Wednesday, temperatures will be in the upper 50s. Plenty of clouds around, but we are dry. 
We'll have a little bit of drizzle and a wind picking up by the afternoon. That wind will be with us through the first part of Thanksgiving morning, dying down through Thanksgiving Day. Temperatures Thanksgiving with plenty of sun, mid-50s. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. Right now, we are at 54 degrees and holding. Brought to you this 3 a.m. hour on WTOP this early morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com and check them out. WTOP at 310. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Checking out with Bloomberg this morning. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The last of the pandemic stimulus checks that allowed people to build up their savings arrived in 2021. But Americans still have and are still spending that money, according to a company that pays people to track what they spend and where. Caden says spending growth through the holidays will be fueled by what's left of those pandemic savings, but not much is left. The pullback in home improvement spending tracks the slowdown in home buying. The National Association of Retailers says the pace of home sales fell to a fresh 13-year low last month. The reasons are the same as we've seen over the past five months of declines. Mortgage rates at two-decade highs, the highest home prices on record, and low supplies. And Google Maps is rolling out a new color scheme. Roadways will no longer be white and yellow. Instead, they'll appear in shades of gray. Parks and grassy areas are now a slightly brighter shade of green, and water is more of a turquoise blue. Users on social media have reacted with mixed reviews, but for those who aren't a fan of the brighter colors, and lower contrast, there's no way to change it back. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. So there. We have mixed news overseas this morning. Asian stocks are mixed. The Nikkei is up by 98 points. The Kospi up by a point and a half. The Hang Seng is down 17. The Shanghai is down 24. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 312 on WTOP. The walk to end HIV is more than just a fundraiser at Whitman Walker. It is symbolized for 37 years our continued efforts to fight stigma and save lives. On the morning of Saturday, December 2nd, join us as one community to show your support of Whitman Walker's programs and services and to end the HIV epidemic in D.C. once and for all. Register today for free at walktoendhiv.org. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8s, and when it breaks. Laughter. Humor. Wherefore art thou, comedy? If you're searching for the perfect laugh, get thee to the Kennedy Center for the hilarious Improvised Shakespeare Company. These masters of comedy use the bard's language and themes to improvise a laugh-out-loud play live, all based on one audience suggestion. Wondering where the story is going? So are they. Don't miss the show Time Out Calls Staggeringly Brilliant, December 4th through 23rd. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome in. Glad you're starting the early part of your day with us here at WTLP this November 22nd. If you're just joining us, what rain you see out there should diminish as we head towards daybreak. More clouds than sun, according to the meteorologist this morning, Lauren Ricketts, who says it'll be breezy later today and winds will pick up quite a bit throughout the day. 50s into the 50s, possibly up to 60 as the high. Right now, we are looking at 53 degrees in our nation's capital. Good morning. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us. 314 in the morning on WTOP on your Wednesday. This is WTOP News. Well, the 
the Thanksgiving meal has been cooked and eaten, and it was just perfect. You're just full. Everyone is relaxing, maybe watching a football game or two. But now comes the part of the day no one enjoys, washing that big stack of dirty dishes, pots, pans, and cups. What to do? Hmm. New York Times deputy editor and cooking and food columnist Genevieve Coe joins Dan Roman this morning to talk about how we can make it a little bit easier during the holiday season. I think it actually starts long before the meal when you're prepping the meal. I think most cooks just aren't accustomed to actually making so many dishes for a single meal. And every single dish you cook actually results in so many pots and pans and utensils that you have to wash as well. So the first uh, thing I always think about when I think about how daunting it is to clean up afterwards is to try to clean up as much as you can beforehand. Okay, so cook and clean at the same time. Yeah, definitely. You definitely want to be cleaning as you cook and you want to find a good rhythm. Now, if you're handling this on your own, what you want to do is you want to go through your recipes and as you're going through them, find really good natural stopping points. It can be very confusing or overwhelming if you're trying to cook in the middle of a step. Um, And it also can be really overwhelming if you wait until the sink is just overflowing with dirty dishes. So I always say wait until you see your sink is about maybe half full and then when you're at a good stopping point in a dish, go ahead and take that break. And it's actually a wonderful time to just sort of take a break from uh, the slightly more stressful task of cooking to just mindlessly clean those pots and pans in the sink and then reset and then start over and keep cooking. So it actually really helps clean uh, to cook more uh, thoughtfully when you can clean as you go. Should you take some people who are in front of the TV and say, get away from the TV, I need some help? Absolutely, absolutely. I think the thing that can make all of this so much easier is both setting expectations for yourself and your guests and communicating those uh, to your guests early on. There are some hosts who prefer to do everything solo. I'm not one <laughs> and of those. those people, okay, I, I think most people are not. And so, you know, as you're figuring out logistics with your guests, you know, what time should you arrive, those sorts of details, where to park. You can also let them know, hey, everyone is going to be chipping in and helping out this year. So what is the task that you would like to do? Okay. So basically any, any adult should Which be helping out. leads to my last question real quick. The rule in our house is, I cook, you clean. Does that work? Absolutely. You know, it's really important just to figure out what works best for you and for your guests. So that is a really great system. New York Times Deputy Editor and Columnist Genevieve Coe talking with our Dan Ronan on WTOP. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this morning. Here at TOP Wednesday, Israel's captain approves a deal with Hamas that includes apparently the release of about 50 hostages and pauses in the fighting each day. The U.S. retaliates for more attacks on U.S. personnel in Iraq. We'll have more on these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Dean Lane on WTOP. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Dating back to the Revolutionary War, millions of Americans have served in the U.S. military, with many giving their lives in defense of this country. Did you know there are more than 18 million living veterans who served in the armed forces? More than 100,000 of them fought in World War II, nearly 800,000 in Korea over 5 million in Vietnam, more than 8 million in the Gulf War, and over 5 million in the post-9-11 era. Thank you to all for your sacrifices and valor, and for protecting us and defending our rights. To learn more, go to va.gov and search Veterans Day. I'm Mike Richmond. 
Wednesday morning, midweek, November 22nd. Glad you're with us. Time now on WTOP is 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in now first with Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Dean, on the inner loop of the Beltway, just after the point where the lanes come back together, the through lanes and the low lanes before you get to Eisenhower Avenue, uh, the remnants of the crash just about wrapped up and cleared. The safety service picking up their cones from the left side. Again, if you're in the through lanes, it kind of forces you to merge a little early. But again, they should be completely wrapped up here in the next five minutes. So you should have all lanes open momentarily. Now, southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, it had appeared that the crash was cleared. But apparently, park police have, have come back out with the incident. And again, they've, it looks like they've got the right lane blocked once again. So just be aware Southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway, just south of the exit for 197, right before the lane comes on from 197 to join the Southbound Parkway. Again, they remain along the right side again. Stay left to get by if you're coming south past 197, headed down toward the Beltway. And again, once you clear the remnants of the crash, nothing else in your way getting to the Beltway or even inside the Beltway, headed down toward the district early. Uh, south Capitol Street have been closed each way near Malcolm X Avenue. That, as a result of flooding, traffic was being redirected each way as a result. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Heavy rain is out of here. Maybe a few showers or two, but the heavy rain is out of here. The fog is left. The winds have come down. Temperatures, 40s and 50s. Watch out for the potting on the roads. Watch out for downed trees. We're going to be dealing with that through the morning. The good news is, as we get into your Wednesday, temperatures back in the upper 50s. Mostly cloudy skies, but mainly dry. Maybe a little bit of drizzle. Thanksgiving looks great. A little breezy in the morning, but mid-50s and plenty of sun. Black Friday dries well. Low 50s. I'm WTOP Meteorologist. I'll just Lauren Ricketts. Right now, we're at 49 Gaithersburg, 51 Arlington, 54 Lanham. We're at 51 degrees and holding at our nation's capital. And coming right up this 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, on WTOP for you. A retiring high school principal on the shifting role of police in schools. I'm Kate Ryan. Plus, the diary of Anne Frank meets the King's speech in the Netflix miniseries, All the Light We Cannot See. I'm Jason Fraley. WTOP at 320. Good morning. In the heart of our city, there are children and families who face enormous challenges. They live in neighborhoods that have been impacted by years of disinvestment and barriers to their success. But there is hope. Horton's Kids is a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering children and families living in D.C.'s most under-resourced communities. We serve 600 children and families living in Southeast D.C. to help them overcome obstacles and thrive. But we can't do it alone. We need your support to continue providing vital resources like tutoring and mentoring, nutritious meals, and enrichment programming to these deserving children. Imagine the possibilities. By investing in Horton's Kids, you're investing in the future of our community and giving children and their families a chance to achieve their dreams. So please join us. Visit Hortonskids.org today to learn more about our programs, volunteer, or make a donation. Together, we can transform lives. Good Wednesday morning, November 22nd. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 321. You're listening to WTOP News. New this Wednesday morning on WTOP, we're learning that the damage is locally from Monday's fire and partial building collapse at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saint in 
Chevy Chase are estimated to be more than $11 million. Montgomery County Fire and Rescue says this morning damages to the structure itself were around $10 million. The blaze caused a partial collapse of the building. The department says around $1.5 million worth of items inside the church were destroyed as well. Around 100 firefighters responded to the fire on Western Avenue, cause still this morning under investigation. Locally, a Montgomery County high school principal is retiring after 30 years in education. And before he leaves in January, he reflects this morning on school safety and the shifting role of police in the school system. Seneca Valley High School Principal Mark Cohen can tick off a list of violent incidents in the Germantown community that happened as students returned to school post-pandemic. Asked about the role of police in schools, he says... I have seen uh, the direct benefit of having an officer that the kids know. The county's school resource officer program was eliminated after George Floyd and the national debate on policing. Cohen sees it this way. I think it needed to go away when it did because we had a community that told us very clearly they felt unsafe. Now schools have community engagement officers who aren't always in the building. But Cohen still sees the impact. And they'll often speak with him before they speak with us because they see him. They know him from the community. And and I think there's been power in that. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. To the world of entertainment Wednesday morning on WTOP. The 2014 novel, All the Light We Cannot See, was on the New York Times bestseller list and won a Pulitzer Prize for fiction. This month, it's a four-part TV miniseries on Netflix. Jay Frey is here. WTOP entertainment editor Jason Fraley with his take. During World War II. A German radio tech listens to nightly broadcasts from a blind French girl reading Braille. I know that broadcasting could get me executed, but I will not be silenced. Blind actress Aria Mia Luberti recalls the diary of Anne Frank hiding in her attic, while Lewis Hoffman has a tricky Jojo Rabbit role in the Hitler Youth. Mark Ruffalo appears as the girl's father, while Hugh Laurie plays her uncle. But Lars Eidinger is over the top as the Nazi villain, laying on the accent but lacking the nuanced terror of Christoph Waltz in Inglorious Bastards. The result isn't as bad as the ravenous reviews I've read from critics, but it's clearly a flawed work meant for young adults just learning about World War II. I'm WTOP's Jason Fraley, giving all the light we cannot see three out of five stars. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Dear Santa, I hope you are having a good day in the North Pole. Is it cold all the time there? Is that why your cheeks are so rosy? I bet all of your reindeer are very excited. Is your beard long? My dad is scratchy. My mom says I'm a good helper. But you didn't come last year. Was my chimney broken? Or did you forget? I do that sometimes. I just really hope this year when I wake up, I'm going to see that you came to my house, too. Donate to Toys for Tots and help the Marines deliver hope to a child in need. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. Good Wednesday morning. It is November 22nd. Thanks for starting the early part of your day with us at 325 Sports Time Indeed. And Mr. Frank Hanrahan. After scoring just 40 points in a loss last weekend at Villanova, Maryland men's hoops rebounding nicely, putting up 92 points. Terps beating UMBC 92-68 in College Park. Win snaps a three-game losing skid for Maryland, who hosts South Alabama on Saturday. NBA wild score. It was Indiana knocking off the Atlanta Hawks 157-152 in regulation. Wizards had Charlotte on Wednesday night as they have uh, lost six in a row. Commanders 4-6 and 